0: Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Jackie Schwab from the Not So Sunny Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, and I would like to welcome you to our Caregiving Circus live stream. So today's gonna to be very, very exciting. Um, maybe a little bit later, our co-host Marty Hannon from Word Teacher Consulting might join us. But in the meantime, we have a much, much, much anticipated special guest. So today we're going to be meeting with a nice woman named Shakina Cooley. She is a boy mom of two little fellows out there in Mississippi, and she's smack dab in the middle of her own caregiving circus, just like all the rest of us. So, what we're going to do today is we're going to start talking to Miss Shakina about some um, some of her journey. A little bit about her blogging. She has some relationship blogging, which is always relevant to any caregiver situation, and she might be able to provide a couple of self-care tips for the rest of us. So, without further ado, um, Ms. Shakina, would you like to say hi to the audience?
1: Hello. <laughs> How is everybody? Hope everybody's doing great. Um, I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh, we're we're so excited that you're here. So I got really lucky, and so how Shakina and I met, um, we both have a common mentor and friend who's also in the Mississippi area. Her name oh, is yeah. Dr. Nakisha, and she's pretty fabulous. And um, she was thankfully uh, was able to connect us. Yeah, she, she's such a great. She's always so happy. <laughs> but I love that about her. She is. She's such a delight. Absolutely. Such a delight. Um, so can you tell us maybe, Shakina, do you want to tell us a little bit about kind of your, um, I, I call it caregiving story, but if it's more comfortable, your parenting story, because you have, you have two little fellas at home, right? That you're, that you're working with.
1: I do. They are five and one and definitely keep me on my toes. They are pretty active and, um, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. Uh, I think God I wanted to play a joke on me though, cause I'm super girly and I
0: end up with no girl, so. Yep, oh, that's that. so funny. Yeah, I, thought I saw that <laughs> show. I, I think I was on your blog uh, probably earlier today, actually. And I saw like a lot of fashion and like cute shoes yeah. and little bows. And I was like, oh, girl, girlfriend likes shoes and she got boy mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I did yeah. that on purpose.
0: I'm he may sure. have. You know, I have four little people, <clears> they're <throat> ages four, six, eight, and 12. And my oldest is like, super girly and I think I might have grown up in a tree so um, opposite completely <laughs> complete opposite She's a, she tells me like mom you are not going out dressed like that are you and I'm like I sure Surprise. am what you? <laughs> so I totally yes, I totally get totally it. freaked out I freaked out when <laughs> I
1: found out I was there well the first boy I was like okay cool but then when I got pregnant again, I'm like okay this is totally got to be a girl right so I have somebody dressed in pink and then when I was like it's a boy I'm like
0: seriously seriously light yeah right? so it. real plays <laughs> tricks on us doesn't it so one quick it moment i think our friend Ms. marty hannon from world changer consulting our co-host has joined us as well would you like to say hi to our viewers real quick mars marty hey thanks for uh letting
1: me join you again and i'm sorry i'm a couple minutes late looking forward
0: to joining the conversation so. awesome awesome well thanks for joining us so we are just getting started with Shakina. She was telling us about her little fella. She's got two boys, but she's super girly, so that totally figures. The world is like that, right? You know, always back stuff, and um, a little bit about her caregiving circus. So, so Shakina, if you have you have two little folks, right? So your boys are one and five, which is super small. So that must mean right. one of them at least isn't in school yet. So how does a boy mom, like, make money and still raise little humans? What's your guys' arrangement over there?
1: Well, um, while I'm working as a customer service rep, which is so awesome talking to the public all day, um, he goes to daycare during the day so that I can talk to all these lovely people.
0: So that's how that's how you're able to manage your little your situation. That that makes sense. So I think we all have to mm-hmm. figure out how, who and how we're going to care in our different situations. And um so we didn't get a chance to tell everyone on the line yet, but um you have a very important job, I think. You actually work helping yeah. as um helping Medicaid, right? Through through the right. Medicaid group, right?
1: Right. So uh, what, what kind of I'm job is policy. that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I explain policy and help people when they have bills and just kind of let them know how things go, help them find doctors and things. Oh, like wow. It. So
0: not only do you have your own caregiving journey, but you participate like literally eight hours a day, every day in helping other people <laughs> navigate their own, like their own, like self-care and health care journeys as well. Absolutely
1: oh i love That's it we need parties. these resources
0: i know <laughs> look at that you know it's funny we didn't even know that before we started talking to her marty I didn't it always know that. works
1: out that way All the bright people <laughs> are always here
0: we find the light we do we find the light in the darkness and we found mishikina so i would like you to talk a little bit um if you wouldn't mind shikina either you can you can tell us a little more about your family if you'd like um, but I'm kind of interested in your She, She Says blog. You said it's uh, kind of a relationship-type yes. focus. Could you tell us a little bit about, like, what that is and what made you started, and what do you mean when you say relationship focus?
1: Um, Well, that's kind of the thing. I actually was an English and psychology major in college, and I had hope of becoming a marriage counselor, actually. And so that didn't work out, obviously. <laughs> so, instead um, of that, what I decided to do was channel my energy into writing, since I've always been pretty good at writing and enjoy it a lot. And someone decided to suggest to me, "Why don't you start a blog? So, start the blog and just kind of talk about dating. And now that I am recently divorced, I kind of share a little about things that I've learned going through my divorce and things that have helped me along the way. After.
0: So, what what going kind of things? There, um... With you said so. You've recently gone through a divorce, which I'm I'm sorry to hear yes. that, or or I'm happy for you. It depends on your perspective. <laughs> no, I'm just saying
1: there's a blessing in every lesson.
0: There you go. I love it. See, Marty, this is your girl. You guys are gonna have to hook up later because I, I hear you. You're all speaking over. my language. You're <laughs> speaking my <laughs> your language. Um, I'd be really interested if you could. So you said you, in your, in your blog, you talk about relationships and the things that you've learned being a young mom with two little angels at home and going through a divorce and so could you tell us a little bit maybe some of the things you have learned as you've kind of progressed in your journey
1: um one thing that i learned is as like i just said there's a blessing in every lesson um it was rough of course going through the journey of getting to the end of the divorce and i still of course have my my days but um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I have learned is that you have to look at things on the positive rather than the negative. So mm-hmm. while I feel like going into the marriage was a mistake, um, I definitely feel like I shouldn't have <laughs> at, least, at least not jumped into it the way that I did. Um, but since I did, it helped me to learn now that don't don't let your feelings
0: you, don't let your feelings lead you
1: to do things. Take your brain mm-hmm.
0: along with. You. Yeah, or that's Take your, your brain along with you. I think we yeah, all get that's... like caught up. Yeah. <laughs> wait, Marty, we all get caught up in like life and are like, oh wait, I did that without thinking really, I'm just doing. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Actually, get caught up in the that... moment. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> one of the things you wrote on your site that um I just the that I had written down that I wanted to bring up that I thought was wonderful Um, and Marty and I have talked about this um, when we talk about the caregiving continuum sort of the end of care you're going through a lot of different emotions right you're mad that you're happy you're sad you're you're scared you're excited you know everything's happening at once and when you're talking about that transition of when the other person actually moves on like literally to you know another relationship and in our case maybe they move on to another plane Um, You Mm -hmm. said, realize it's okay to feel the way that you feel, but you Mm -hmm. don't have to stay there. So could you tell us kind of what you meant by that? Because I I think we might be saying the same thing, and I think that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just, you know, I think a lot of times, especially in society, we are taught that if you cry, you're weak, and all these things. I feel like like tears are therapeutic. so if so, you need to cry, cry. But once you cry, get up, dust yourself
0: off, and keep moving. It's okay to, it's cry, okay to cry, cry, but just don't stay there. Yeah, I love that. So, so with being with that being said, it's okay to cry. It's okay to scream, break things, kind of get in that. Right. But, um, you're you're like a, a mom of two little guys. Do you also let your your boys know that it's okay for them to cry? I
1: definitely do. Um, oh, and over I, feel hug like you. I feel like that's so really important.
0: It is. I feel like i really
1: important. for my boy <laughs> Yeah. <that's laughs> Come good. on down. We're the hospitality
0: Yeah. <laughs> <love
1: you>.
0: <laughs> so the second piece of so this is so crazy. So and that's why I think Marty and I talk a lot about. So Marty actually has a really strong focus on caregiving as a career focus in sort of dementia and our senior population and I focus on autism and sort of the younger population. And the reason I brought you on is because I really believe that we need to take what we can learn from cross industry and cross collaborations and learn from one another. And so your very first thing on your relationship one was about, it's okay to feel any way that you're going to feel, but you know, move on with your blessings. But then the second one that you mm-hmm. said, which is awesome was, and don't forget to focus on you.
1: Right. Yeah. So what does that mean? I, I feel like we do that. Well, I feel like a lot of times, especially like you're saying, like as a caregiver, as a mom, as a wife, all those, these different things that we juggle, uh, employee, all these different things, we tend to put ourselves on the back burner. And we will literally burn out if we don't take time to just breathe or just take that time to be, by ourselves, have some me time, um, focus on things that we enjoy.
0: Yeah, what does that look that. like for you? There you go. What does that look like for you?
1: Um, Like just me time for me? Or, yeah. yeah. What, is what um, do you do in your meantime? time? Um, sometimes I'll have just a little jam session where, like I shared on my live yesterday, one of my favorite songs to jam to is Me Too by Megan Trainor. So um, nice. I might just take some time to listen to a few songs. Uh, Finesse, actually, by Bruno Mars is another one that I really like. The really like music part of me, though. Um, <laughs> we got the same playlist going on here. Yeah, yes. I think we
0: all do, so, which is kind of cool. <laughs> we all <gotta> have
1: <laughs> to team up on that. But, uh, yeah, I do that a lot. Uh, music kind of helps me to get back to me and helps me to get pumped up and feel good. So I do no, that we'll, a lot. We'll have to time. make
0: uh, Spotify list. That's what I mean. They're like well, I play have the Spotify World changer jams.
1: I got I got that list of world changer oh. jams. Of I keep adding to it. Yeah, all those really positive, upbeat. I'm gonna change the world kind of music. You know. Yeah. I, didn't oh, dance I my way life.
0: I got to go like subscribe. Your what am I doing? I didn't know this, Marty. I'm about to be so sad. I'm so it's
1: sad. so fun. It's a great great <laughs> playlist. So you can add to it. Um, you know, one of the oh, things okay. that. Uh, oh, go ahead, Jackie. Oh no. Please talk. Okay, <laughs> one of the things that I continually go back to because I think we're all on we're all on a journey, right? We're going through this journey of life, our our circus, whether it's you know caregiving or just functioning and and living in an, and instead of existing, I think one of the biggest lessons for me, and I wonder what you think of this, is grace, grace to myself. That's what I constantly am saying to myself in the middle of those choices, those decisions that I'm like, mm, <laughs> "That wasn't the best decision." How how have yeah. you how have you found the grace, and have you been able to do that? You know, to kind of forgive yourself, to went and keep moving forward. Took a lot of prayer.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: lots, and lots and lots of prayer. And um, self-evaluation. And I kind of, the thing that helped me to forgive myself, especially as of late, like going through my divorce was going back to the root of it all and figuring out why I allowed things to go the way that they went in the first place. So it was like once I realized where that came from, I was able to say, you know what, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. It's interesting because you got to be willing to sit in it and look at it, identify <laughs> the truth, so then you can let it go. Because if it's just nagging in the background, you can't do anything with it. When when we're pushing aside that emotion, so you you gave yourself permission to sit with it, look at it, and now okay, I can claim what it is and I can go forward. I love that.
0: I really too. I sit in it all the time, but I think it's a different it. <laughs> it's not the same it it, it, it was well, it yeah yeah i feel like my well, life is a
1: big poop collage sometimes
0: <laughs> it, it might be but i like other colored paint too but you know um another thing that you said that i just just love shakina it it's beautifully worded and it almost sounded like marty said it um you said was uh, your third way, like, so I, I just love this blog, this blog post, by the way. We should, like, just, just share this particular one for the whole world. Um, which <laughs> it's called How to Not Become Bitter. All right. That was when they, when they move on. And so the third one you said in a nutshell was choose to let it make you better, not bitter. Well, that's good. How does someone, I know, Marty, see, you got to write this down. Yeah, you I love it. This how do you do that? <laughs> like how do you become better and not better? Like what what like how do you flip that switch? Because it's, that's hard, right?
1: Definitely. Um and I think basically like um as I said and the second point was to focus on yourself cuz like when you're focusing more on yourself, you don't have as much time to focus on Looking outside and seeing what other people are doing, or comparing yourself to what other what other people Mm -hmm. are doing. When you take the time to focus on the positive things that you want to happen, and working on your goals, you know, um, if you want to start a new activity, whatever the case is, when you're doing those things, you have less time to think about the things that are not right.
0: Right, I love that. So, so sort of. it's like an augmentation or an addition to the the self focus, and that same focus is about choosing while you're focusing on yourself to make that a happy focus and and not um, look in the rearview mirror, I guess, and see what what was because you're moving forward into what is. Is that sort of, right. kind of like that? Okay. Exactly.
1: Oh, I love that. I
0: guess- Go ahead, I think
1: what I'm, I'm getting out of this also is, is not necessarily just positive. It's owning the truth of whatever mess you're sitting in or whatever beautiful um, garden you're sitting in of your, your life. <laughs> it's, it's owning the truth of it and accepting it. And when we can look internally and embrace that and love all of ourselves, then we can love other people much more completely. Because a lot of people think this is selfish, but it's not. No. we gotta get, we got to get to the truth of who we are. Right. So very true. And I, I don't know, I think that is um, a big misconception a lot of times that people feel like if you're saying that you're focusing on yourself, that means that you're being selfish. No, not at all. If you are loving yourself, you're able to love others better
0: make sure right. for your I think what people forget too is that selfish is I have, you don't know me that well yet Chikina, but we'll get there but I have this thing <laughs> that I say my daughter was nonverbal for a really long time and when she found her power in the words that she used it was just a transformative experience for both her and us and I think it's the same thing here is knowing that like your words have power what you're doing has yeah. power and your positive self-talk has power. So when people say selfish, I get a little frustrated because I'm a word snob. And if you actually go up and look up the definition of selfish, it doesn't mean what people say it means. Selfish is when mm-hmm. you forego other people's necessities and other people's needs and other people and and gain from that for yourself. That's different, yeah. right? So, like, stepping on someone's back to climb a wall is is selfish. You are hurting someone else to elevate yourself above them. That is not the same thing yeah. as making sure you breathe. Right. I, I have to breathe to live. That is not selfish. It's self-preservation, which is a completely yeah. different thing.
1: Yeah. This is what we have to make clear to people and I find especially in the world of of faith and religion, um, that it's really a difficult concept for some people to get in their mind that I need to be taking care of myself so I can right. better love others. You know, love yourself as you know love love others as you love yourself. Well that means you gotta love yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. Right right. and, and so yeah, I, you know it's funny is, Yeah, you I think um both you two ladies are very, very strong in your faith. I, I mean, I can see that from even reading your blog, Shakina. I'm actually a very faithful person, but I, I'm not very well read in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we just spoke about, Marty, I think recently in a couple of blogs or a couple of shows ago, was I always was told and always interpreted that we were given our gifts of ourselves and our body as is, is our body's a temple, right? So it was a gift from right. God to us. And so yeah. it's like our divine responsibility to like take yes. care of it. It's not selfish. Yes. It's um, it's a mandate. So it's, it's like the number yes. one mandate. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's hard yes. because a lot of our faith, a lot of our faith, and I don't actually I don't even know what everyone's exact faith is, but a lot of our faith says like you know be giving, be be you know be generous, be, be humble, right. be a martyr, right. but I don't think yeah. that, I don't think that those things kind of coincide because if 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 you can't even be a good martyr if you're dead. <laughs> you have to breathe. Right? You have to eat, well, that's the epitome
1: is you're going to die and be remembered for your martyrdom and sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, but I got to live. I got to
0: live long enough to jump in front of the the train, though. You know. <laughs> that's
1: true. That's, a that's true. Yeah. A very
0: very good
1: point. I, I think humbleness. Also, is different than what people think it is. Like you were saying, that selfish is different. When you think of humble, it's it's almost like this calm assurance, and that you can walk in certainty quietly without making a big show of it.
0: Yeah, I love humble you know? people. I wish I was more humble. because humble folks, just know they they they've got to figure it figured out, but they don't need you to know it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I got you, I'm good, but I don't need you to know. But you know, when you fall and slip, I will catch you, because that's what I do, and it's a it's a wonderful <laughs> wonderful thing.
1: Hey, can we Quiet, uh, can I segue bet Can I segue? Uh, I was I was just thinking about the Medicaid again, the public aid. Oh, okay. So, can I jump back into that? I'm Jackie. Is that okay? You can do whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> Thanks, love. So I, I'm thinking about the Medicaid and how important and helpful it is to understand that that world. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you do and how that helps and supports people? Um, basically what I do is sometimes there are people who call in and they don't necessarily know what all Medicaid covers for them, um, what drugs Medicaid covers for them or how to find a doctor who is in network with Medicaid. I help them to get connected to so doctors. I help them to understand what Medicaid's policy is, what we cover, how many doctor reasons they can have, if they have transportation, um, you know, what? if they need a list of medicines, I can show them where to find that information, how many prescriptions they get, those types of questions, just like, what do you do for me, basically. That's great. And, I didn't even know that resource was there. <laughs> The the <laughs> hall to be able to have somebody walk you through because it's like you figure you get dead air when you call the government. So. No, and sometimes people are surprised to get a live person when they call in. You're like, oh, it's a person. I was expecting the machine. Like, no, yeah, it's me. You
0: what's know, we were, um, question? what's the most common question you get? Did yeah, you get I love, is it Yeah,
1: That's Probably the biggest question is, like, mostly, what do you do? Like, what what does Medicaid cover? How do I find yeah. out what Medicaid covers for me? And I'm
0: like, well, I'm here. I can tell you. Well, that's awesome. It's so it's annoying. like it's funny. It's like a basic question, right? It's just like, all right, mm-hmm. now I have this service, and I don't even know what it is. Did you tell me what I don't know? <laughs> Basically. Oh, that's I awesome. mean, we
1: get that question so often. That's the re- the reason I brought that back up is because last week Jackie and I were talking about the um, uh, uh, caregiving years. Um, I'm probably living out part of that statement by Denise Brown. Anyways, um, and the first stage was expecting and how we were asking and finding resources. And so this ties into one of the important things that people can Look into what supports there are that are supported by the government, by by Illinois state government, by federal government, and um, there's a lot more out there than people realize for them. So they would call probably a general number and go, "What what kind of website would they go to to find out the information?" Well, for Medicaid, it's like it's different for state to state, but for Mm -hmm. um, for us, it's just our Medicaid. Uh, website Medicaid MS. Gov, and then we have like a 1 800 number. But for us, we also have if you call, it, say for instance, you didn't know that you were calling Mississippi and you dialed our number, we do have a like a log of Medicaid for all the states, so we can still tell you what number to call to get to your state Medicaid office.
0: Wow, awesome. okay,
1: that's good. It'd be appropriate to share that here. I know we didn't plan this, but is that well, we can follow number? up with
0: her. We can follow up with her yeah. later, and then um, we can put it in the blog or in the post, or we can put it on the, the resource site. So we don't put her on the spot. We can talk to her about it later. Oh, that's true. Because <laughs> you know she literally just got promoted because she's so wonderful, and she may not right. even know what she can share yet. So let's let's make that's, sure we don't miss the valid. <laughs> <laughs> valid,
1: valid. Thank you.
0: But we would like to thank the state of Mississippi and the Medicaid office for being so generous and allowing her to switch her lunch hours so she could be on this live stream with us. So thank you, Mississippi State and Medicaid office. You are awesome. Well, we're getting really close to having a wrap up. See, I told you it would go very fast, Shakina. I know you didn't even believe me, but it goes so fast. (laughs) <laughs> so before we wrap actually. it up what? Go ahead. I said it did actually. I know, it go so fast because we're chatty. Chatty so, Kathy's up here. <laughs> so um one of the things I wanted to make sure that we told our audience before we got off was where to find your website. So it's um w she she says blog dot wordpress dot com, which is s h e s h e s a y s blog.wordpress.com I hope everyone goes and visits because there's some really, really great content obviously, which I kept talking about on the show and um, <laughs> in, I'm really excited that we found yet another wonderful resource person and a great resource for you that um, people could join in with us. Would you like to say any parting words to our caregiving audience?
1: I just thank you guys so much for having me here today.
0: Of course, you're so welcome. Ms. Marty, did you want to say anything um, yeah. to our audience before you part?
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing your journey and being brave enough to share your story and on a blog. Um, it, that's not easy to do, to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. And um, we need more and more people who are willing to do that. So every people get comfortable speaking their truth and being able to grow and learn and heal. And so, thank you for putting yourself out there, and thank you for joining us today to share your story.
0: Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. That's so nice. And one last comment, as Marty, you brought it up. Um, there was a reference in this show to uh, um, the caregiving years and a thank stage you. one in the caregiving years. That is from a book written by Denise Brown, and it's called. The Care Years, Six Stages to a Meaningful Journey. We'd like to um, give proper credit to Denise Brown for her um, book materials and thank her very much for sharing them with all of us. I'd like to thank our wonderful new friend, Ms. Shakina Cooley, the boy mom of two, and the She, She Says blog. And I appreciate you coming. And again, and as always, thank you so much, Ms. Marty, for coming and hanging out with me. And check her oh, my out on world. Changers Consulting, and we'll see everybody next week at the same time. And you always
1: forget to say, join the Caregiving
0: Circus. That (laughs) Oh, and come join the Caregiving Circus. (laughs) Anyone on Facebook, Caregiving Circus. uh, Oh, I have a blog, too, caregivingcircus.com. It's fabulous. There you go. All right. Thanks a lot, everyone. Have a wonderful day. I really appreciate your time, and I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye. -bye. Thanks. Bye -bye. Thanks. Bye Bye.